The following is brought to you in association with and from a proud partner of the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment here. Radioactive Metal, your source for news, views, tunes, and interviews. Here are your hosts, Snowy, Rock, Kareen, and Aaron.
What's up, everyone? Welcome to a Living Dead episode of Radioactive Metal. Well, this isn't any numerical episode. This is kind of a special Halloween spectacular episode of Radioactive Metal. Going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, But before we do that, as you obviously are longtime listeners... Do not hear my usual co-host Aaron's voice right now. Unfortunately, he could not um, join us tonight for this awesome watch-along for Return of the Living Dead. So I went out and I enlisted the expertise and services of my Wrestling Night in Canada co-host, Mr. Matt Copper. Hello, how's it going? Uh, Not bad, man. I guess guess you could call me your... uh... Your surprise tag team partner for the night. There we Because <laughs> Aaron, Aaron got taken out in the back earlier on in the show, and you had to find a new partner, so here I am. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah, hopefully those that might not know, maybe they just follow Radioactive Metal and don't really follow anything else that I do. I am also the the co one of the co, co-hosts of one wrestling night in Canada on the Shining Wizards Network, which is a pro wrestling podcast made up of three individuals from the Winnipeg metal scene that just have this love of wrestling. As I got to know Mr. Copper a lot better, I also found out that, like myself, he's a horror film fanatic as well. (laughs) And, yeah. and and so I was like, okay, this is great. He's hit all three. It's a trifecta with this guy. Turns yeah. out he's also a big fan of Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, so been in my collection for over twenty years now, I think. Excellent. excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So what we're going to do is we're going to give everyone an opportunity to slap their Return of the Living Dead. DVDs into the machine or quickly get it off of iTunes or wherever you might be streaming it. You know, this is your opportunity to do that and get ready. And what you what you should do, okay, just so that we're all on the same page. Right after the right after the MGM when the big pussycat roars and all that. <laughs> The very first screen will say the events portrayed in this film are all true. Everyone go there and pause until we give the cue to unpause. Okay, while everyone is doing that, this is one of the questions that I had for Mr. Copper tonight. You said you've had this movie in your collection for a good 20 years. Awesome. That's fantastic. When and how did you discover Return of the Living Dead? Well, I was always a fan of like the the Romero uh, trilogy, I guess at the time you could call it because well, it's been added on to since then. But uh, right. yeah, with like the original Night, Day, and Dawn trilogy, and then I started to like look more into uh, like any of these movie, any movie that had the 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 words of the dead attached to it at the end, <laughs> and I found I found the first two Return of the Living Deads at uh, CD Plus, which is a very old fashioned thing now <laughs> mm-hmm. that, you know, that no longer exists, at least in Canada. Uh, but yeah, I found, I found returning the living dead there. It was 
dirt cheap. I think it was only like $4 or something brand new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought, well, I'd be stupid not to get this. And uh-huh. yeah, it was quite a bit different than what I was used to in the zombie genre, but nevertheless entertaining. So, so it, it's remained like a, a, a favorite of mine that I, I, I throw on every now and again. So I actually just watched it this past uh, 4th of July for oh, a lot right of on. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yep. For yeah, because the events, you know, portrayed in this film ha- happened on the 4th of July, which mm-hmm. which we're which we're going to see soon enough. Yeah, with myself, um I never caught it in cuz I'm I don't know, I'm about a dozen years older than you are, I think, right? No, uh, so yeah. or so. Or yeah, so Paul, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I never caught it in the theater. Until about a year or so ago, oh no, about yeah, about two years ago, right before the fit hit the Shan with the whole COVIDness, okay, and all that, yeah. the the Park Theater, okay, they had their their, their cult movie night, where okay. our where good 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 friend of radioactive metal and we've talked all about this gentleman, Mr. Corey Thomas, he was airing all of these cult horror films. And yep. obviously, I got really excited when he said, "Yeah, Snowy, we're going to be doing Return of the Living Dead." I think you like that film. Well, yeah, <laughs> damn right I do. And I never got a chance to see it in the theater, so I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, they aired it, okay, and it was the same night the Killer Dwarfs, the Canadian hard rock heavy metal band, were in town across town. So I basically had to. Watch Return of the Living Dead, a movie that I had memorized, but I just mm-hmm. needed to see it in that that theatrical environment. Oh so, yeah, yeah for so, sure. Yeah, yeah. So I ran to the park theater, I watched it, and then got my butt down to see Killer Dwarfs the very the 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 exact same night, a snowy night that we yeah. call that we refer to it on radio on radioactive metal. You know, so yeah, yeah. Um, but before that, I remember it the the trailer, the first run trailers on TV, and all that coming soon to a theater near you, and all and all that. But I didn't actually finally see it until it came out on VHS. I rented it. Okay, fell in love with it once, just as soon as I again at the time. VHS for, the sale of VHSs weren't so widespread at the time but this the second I had a chance to grab one I jumped all over it and then since then I've got it on DVD now as well and the soundtrack is just one not only is the soundtrack to this not, not only just one of my favorite albums but or just one of my favorite soundtracks but it's just one of my favorite albums just like in general right i bought it i bought it on vinyl the original enigma pressing when it first came out and then i found it on cassette cd and just last year i found a re-release of the vinyl like on blood splatter and it was like a good 40 bucks Oh. And, and it's like, uh, how do I, 
how do I justify this? You know, <laughs> because when I when I bring this home, and Mrs. Snowy knows that you know I have this the, the soundtrack memorized, I, ha I I have it on all these different formats. How do I justify forty dollars on vinyl again? Well, I yeah. brought it. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, I I brought it home. I opened it up. She saw the the blood splattered vinyl, and she just fell in love with it. <gasps> Oh my God! Is that ever awesome? <laughs> it's like, okay, good. I don't have to hear about wasting forty bucks because she knows the value of awesome vinyl as well. Because she's my age, she was there, you know. Mm -hmm. Vinyl was a thing, so it's like, oh, can I marry you again? <laughs> <laughs> you know. And she has seen, she has watched this movie so many times with me as well and all that mm -hmm. so, yeah we probably should have enlisted her expertise to sit down and do all that but now that we've kind of got all of that out of the way and we're all caught up with all of our return of the living deadness everyone listening should be ready and all queued up like i said you should see the like one second into the movie it should say the events portrayed in this film are all true. Everyone is all set up at the count. Well, I'll count down from three and then we'll press play. Okay. Ready, dude? Yep. Three, two, one, play. Yes. Da, 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 da. The events portrayed in this film are all true. The names and the names are real names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Unita Medical Supply, July 3rd, 1984. Mm -hmm. the, okay, you understand the gist behind why they say it's uh, the events are all true? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, well, we'll kind of um, we'll kind of get to it soon enough here with these two characters. And all that. But the idea behind why this this is called Return of the Living Dead. And Romero, there was no living. It wasn't Dawn of the Living Dead. Do you, yeah, right. Do you, well, do you it, was Night, it? it was Night of the Living Dead. But. Yeah, it was, it was Night of the Living Dead. This is, it, it spawned two sets of sequels. Dawn of the Dead start and, and Day of the Dead. Yeah. And these Return of the Living Deads are are unofficial sequels of night because both Romero and John Russo who created oh, right. night together, they kind of had a falling out. They both laid claim to the idea, but Russo owned mm -hmm. the words living dead. That's why it was okay. dawn of the dead. And this is return of the living dead. So this is an unofficial sequel to night of the living dead okay and then there was like all the i think there was like five return of the living deads if i remember correctly <laughs> probably even more so yeah but i kind of gave up after the third one yeah yeah i do remember i i, I forget whether it was the fourth or the fifth one it was uh where these guys create like a drug or something that like a, a party drug and it's called like <laughs> rave to the grave and yeah. the, the drug ends up turning people into zombies <laughs> yeah that's i didn't even bother with that one yeah it's not not so good <laughs> yeah. 
Ah, oh, this guy's such an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a skeleton for <laughs> He was always good for that. He would make a stupid joke and then laugh like that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, the okay. I have to admit, the first time like I saw the the split dog concept, okay, like oh, when was, when, yeah. when they come to life, that is a stroke of genius. Yeah, like, that was actually like really messed up <laughs> when I first saw it. I was like, oh, I've never seen anything like that before. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. That just goes to show the ingenuity of this film. Yeah, for sure. And also the fact that like nothing could kill these zombies. That was like. Oh, just hit, get it in the head. Yeah. <laughs> no. <Nope>. That's <laughs> no. right. We're nope. so used to Dawn of the Dead. We'll just shoot it in the fucking head. Like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait, that didn't work this time. <laughs> no. Fuck. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> I love this little gang. The punk gang? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Except for Tina and Freddie, okay? Like, like Tina in in the front there, she's all nor quote-unquote normal and all that. She's... Yeah. Her boyfriend, Freddie, they don't look like punks. No, they don't. Not at all. You know, but yet they're still like she still sees these freaks and weirdos as her friends and all that. And it's it it's a really neat dynamic be, be, between them. And I, I, I always think it, it would really make an interesting backstory. Like, you, you know how Netflix has uh, has new types of series like, yeah, uh, or like 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 the new Riverdale series. Well, it's not so new anymore. Yeah. Okay. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always thought this little group, okay, would make a great TV series. Forget all about the fact they brought the dead to life, or you know <laughs> the, how this film ended. Just this this dynamic. Yeah, a great series. Hmm. Based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> Never been more serious in my life. <laughs> so yeah, this is the whole, yeah, the conspiracy theory about mm. around actually happened, yeah. Are you imbibing in anything tonight? Uh no, I just have I'm just drinking water. I don't have any alcohol in the house tonight. Okay. Well, I'm I'm breaking out the lemmies. I think okay. this is a this is this, this this is a special occasion. Okay. Do your thing, man. Everyone at home, do your thing too. <laughs> That's right. I hope everyone is joining us as well. 
Why wouldn't they just send the if if it's the, if the army fucked it up and sent it to them? Why would they not just send it right right away? Yeah, you know, just here. This is your shit. Come and pick it up. We don't want it. Why would yeah. they sit on it? Worry about being arrested and. <laughs> Look on this guy's face as he's telling these stories. <laughs> Those facial features are just so like animated. Keep the pot roast hot, he says. <laughs> <laughs> The bags under that guy's eyes, he looks like he's part of the living room. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fortunately, I think he's still with us, though. Is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Some of the older, a couple of the older guys that we're going to see later, they have left us. I think he's still with us. I should have done my due diligence and reminded myself of actors' names and all that, but. Yeah. So, like, the mortician, he's, he's gone, I guess? He's gone, Yeah. They certainly didn't call that number. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it doesn't even take a piece of paper towel off. Just use the whole thing. Just the whole thing, yeah. yeah. There we are. Okay, now the movie officially starts. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I absolutely love this song. Like the main theme. Yeah, and the Yeah, that animation of that corpse getting the oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The tar man. Yeah, the tar man, yeah. Yeah, which that zombie has gone on to be like have his own his own fan base, you know, like yeah, yeah. But he's yeah. like look, look. he's like Bub from uh, uh from, day from, day. From, from day, yeah, yeah. What an amazing cast this is as well. Of course, there's there's. If you're into the Scream Queens and the low-budget movies, like, Linnea Quigley is the queen. Mm -hmm. For sure. You know, Tom Tom Matthews, that played Freddy here, went on to do uh, Friday the 13th 6. Okay. As Tommy yeah, Jarvis, yeah. as the adult Tom, t t Tommy Jarvis. And right. he played a, a second, both... Both Tom Matthews and his partner here in Return of the Living Dead played different characters to, together in the second one. They they played the two grave robbers at the beginning, right? Of the, of the second one, which I thought that was kind of an interesting little little wink to the camera, sort of, you know. So I just gotta say, I love this scene here with the the gas leaks into the freezer and that body just starts 
wiggling around. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's horrifying. <laughs> Look at that house. Holy shit. Tennis court and everything. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was in the military, and we never lived in a house like that. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Didn't military people usually live on those houses like near my place over on Ness? Like the yeah, yeah, the, the, the uh, yeah, the the PMQs and all that. Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I can't remember what it's what what that stands for. Mm. This guy's just a barrel of monkeys. Yeah, well, you're having fucking lamb chops for dinner, too, you grumpy old bat. Uh, <laughs> Did your dad ever have, like, a setup like this in his study? Oh, definitely <laughs> not. <laughs> no, no. But every once in a while, I don't know if you've noticed, but I have picked up some of his military expressions and I'll use them either sarcastically, you know, like daylight's burning, uh, oh, yeah. you know, double time when I want someone to move faster or whatever, you know, oh, just. And it's 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 all it's all tongue in cheek, obviously, because the last thing I am is military, like a military person, like right. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's called exposition, because why on earth would they be talking about it like that? Yeah. <laughs> Weird Trips Magazine. That's a new yeah. one. <laughs> Obviously made for the movie, not an actual magazine. Yeah, but I want a copy of it now. <laughs> Gotta wonder if uh, if that uh, that actual magazine... Oh, it's coming apart already. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's your one spooky motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, I wonder if that actual magazine survived the passage of time over the years, and if someone like has it in their house and that they paid thousands of dollars for. Oh yeah, it's a statement. <laughs> it's, it's a statement. That's right. <laughs> oh, I love Linnea Quigley. Same thing with the with Jewel Shepherd in the back there. I'm I I've started reading her uh, her autobiography. If I'm so famous, how come no one's heard of me? Oh, <laughs> like it it came out in the mid '90s when she actually might have still had a name, right? And I didn't find it until a couple of years ago at a at a comic convention, and I've only recently broke broke it out and started to started to give it the once over and all that and it's pretty entertaining she's lived quite a life oh, yeah. and i'm only at where she's like 16 oh really 
Yeah, yeah, I think she's definitely one of the unsung horror film scream queens. Huh. There, there's everyone's got their own key. That's all it takes. <laughs> Level is the random uh, one liners spray painted on that car. Like, who cares? <laughs> My way. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Do you ever own a boombox like that back in the day? Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. 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 I never did. Yeah. We used to, me and some friends, like it played the cassette and the radio. And we had our spots in the neighborhood where we would just go and just kind of hang out listening to music on the, on the ghetto blaster. That's, that's what we called it back then. And every once in a while, Someone, some, some, someone would come up and try to tell us the music was too loud, and we would be like, "What? what? <laughs> Sorry, I, I can't hear you. The music's too loud." <laughs> and uh, then they just, ah, and then turn around and walk away. Oh, the tar man's free. Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> I gotta wonder where Tarman is during all of this because yeah, how he's come he's down there? Like yeah, hey, he just—I guess he just doesn't care about them because, like, I guess they're technically dead. If you, yeah, 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 that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that'll help. Yeah. Yeah, the the Lysol just happens to be sitting right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that'll, that'll kill the scent. There you go. <laughs> this isn't like a bad bathroom trip, okay? It's a little more than that, yeah. <laughs> It's the most over-exaggerated coughs I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, uh. The Living Dead Split Dogs. There wow. we go. Uh. <laughs> oh, the... I feel yeah, so... you're gonna kill it. <laughs> Okay, I, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> when he schmucks it with the with the crutch and it, it yelps like that. I don't know what it is, but I always found that so funny. And to this day, I still, you know, like, yeah. I mean, it's it's sad. He's beating the snot out of a dog, but mm. just, uh. it was like his first his first instinct reaction is to grab the nearest blunt object, start hitting the thing. <laughs> and I always thought the butterflies there. Yeah, that we those, saw. yeah, that's that's amazing. Like that's a that's a little like a little detail there. That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so like, this, like, this, like this job. Yeah. <laughs> You're 
you're lucky I you're lucky I don't punch you in the snout, old man. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Impose himself. <laughs> Frank. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. I had this awesome poster of Linnea Quigley as a teenager on on in my bedroom where she's gnawing on an arm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I and I still am a huge fan of I mean, like here she is. She's in her trash outfit, but she's she looks very different from this <laughs> one. It's just her. Like I've seen her in so many films. So I just love that line where he just like just casually goes, "Try not to think about dying too much." <laughs> Try not to think about dying. Okay, have you ever seen like this whole sequence? Do you remember Fast Times at Richmond High? Have yep. you ever seen that? Okay, the infamous scene of Phoebe Cates when she I'm gets when. Cool. When she when she gets out of the swimming pool, yeah, and she, she takes her top off and all that. Okay, that's this infinite infamous scene. I've always equated this sequence with the horror version of the Phoebe Cates Fast Times at Ridgemont High sequence because this is when when people think of like eighties horror and sex, mm-hmm. this sequence immediately comes to mind. And this is the perfect song for this sequence. Yeah. I'm excited that one guy just is. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mind telling you that I'm kind of an ass man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Quigley definitely had it going on back then. <laughs> Still does. Like, I'm on Facebook, uh, face groups of hers and all that. And there's lots of current pictures of her and it just okay yeah it's <laughs> still a very striking woman right on oh bert <laughs> yeah. i think clue gallagher here he's he has left us mm-hmm. which which is really too bad There we go. (laughs) (laughs) The movie they destroyed the brain. Okay. Okay, this is the biggest coward in the world. Like, are you really gonna are you really gonna give him the pickaxe? Yeah. <laughs> when this guy acts like he seems like he could have been like in like the Wizard of Oz or something, like the way he enunciates his speech. Uh-huh. Oh! 
think I can do this. <laughs> he goes straight for Bert. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hit the brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still alive. <laughs> well, technically, I don't know. What would you <laughs> I hit the fucking brain. <laughs> I love that line. Sticking out of it. <laughs> Just hit the fucking floor. Uh, and Frank is still whining. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the boy. <laughs> okay, that's a stunt man running around in bare feet with all that glass. I'm sure he's got some sort of like pads on his feet. He must. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely looks like there's something on his feet. Or there wasn't a wide shot anyway. <laughs> you mean the movie lied? Okay, I, I walk around the house, okay? And just out of the blue, I'll just go, you mean the movie lied? This <laughs> <laughs> sounds so, like, let down when he said that. <laughs> you mean the movie lied? <laughs> yeah. Ernie, yes. Ernie, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's Bert, and his buddy across the way is Ernie. I don't know if you ever noticed that before, oh, but we got yeah, we, we, we got Bert and Ernie. <laughs> and there's another smut picture in the back there over Bert's shoulder. In, oh, yeah. in the office, there was a girly calendar as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like... I know, like, my place of employment, if I was to put up, like, a calendar, like, just, even if the girls just have bikinis on or whatever, like, that would be such a violation of company policy. It's like, oh, fuck, live a little. Look at this box behind Frank's head that says specimen worms. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 don't be saying that. No. Outside, outside of my wife, the 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 person's naked body I know the most is Linnea Quigley's. Yes. Yeah. Why does that not surprise? <laughs> <laughs> 
Chuck. She she friend zoned him and he did everything like to get out of it and it just dude move on. Yeah. Okay, now Ernie here. <laughs> that that music he's listening to mm-hmm. is old German music from the 40s. Yeah. And he he pulls out an old uh, Luger from the 40s, from the Second World War and all that. Yeah. So and he's... so, yeah, there's kind of speculation that he, the character, was a Nazi from back, back, from back in the Second World War. That's like a pretty common fan theory? Or... Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's just something that I never thought. It was just classical music to me. Yeah, I never, I never really thought of anything until like someone has to say something on the internet, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh, are you trying to ruin this movie for me? You know, although he that would be another backstory is Ernie coming to America from, from right. in Germany. <laughs> so many awesome characters that kind of got wasted on a low budget horror movie. Yeah. Although no, I I really shouldn't say that because we did not. Like, yeah, because these characters just if when they stick with you for decades, like yeah, this, you know. <clears throat> Do they even make coffee makers like that anymore with the pots that have like the green or orange tops on them? I don't think I've seen one of those in forever. Uh, well, there is coffee makers like that. We have one in our kitchen, but. It's 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 a it's a newer one, but it's still an old fashioned. No, oh, okay. oh, like the drip one. Yeah, yeah. But does it have the fancy orange, like bright orange lights in the? <laughs> no, nah, it's not. It's nothing fancy. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, Ron Kalfa here, the who played Ernie, he has left us. But like he was old when we were young, you know. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure. Like, well, yeah, when this movie come out? 84, you said? 80, 85. 85, yeah. So this movie's a year older than I am. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that just that puts it in perspective, yeah. So he was he was an old man before I was even born. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume in this movie he'd be, probably be in like his mid to late 50s, given the look of him. Probably. Yeah. Pushing 60, yeah. Maybe even older because of all the gray. Yeah. <laughs> That's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and for the younger viewers, okay, what he was listening to there, that's a Walkman, okay? Yep. <laughs> where you use those old things called cassettes. <laughs> and you you would put the cassette in, and that's how you would play it. I know it seems kind of weird, but yeah, the last decade those were around for the 1990s. So, <laughs> yeah. 
weasels. Rabbit weasels. No, I don't. I love he's just not buying any of this shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's selling it pretty good, though. Like, yeah. Ernie's, if Ernie's not buying this, he's obviously seen some shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he has. <laughs> you want to burn him? <laughs> Right, so you're going to take them outside and you're going to fire off a pistol like that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. won't have the cops over yeah. any soon. Oh, yeah, the... Well, they, un- they unwrap the first thing is like an arm or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. That that is some excellent camera editing there. Yeah. Where they went from. A, a human, like an actual arm grabbing him, and then you know they cut to like the fake arm and all that. It's just like that—that's filmmaking. Yeah, you know, like that—that that is fantastic. Yeah, you don't see a lot of that nowadays. And it's just horror films like back then, and probably the same. Like they just didn't get the credit for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now nowadays everything's CGI, and you gotta. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't. I don't mean for us to sound like a couple of boomers here, but because <laughs> like, everyone. No, yeah, it, it, it came from the demand to always have the monster be in full view on screen at all times. And, yeah, mm-hmm. this is where this is where it's gotten us. <laughs> Sometimes what you don't see, that's 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 why Jaws was so effective. Oh yeah. Hey, fuck you, Ball Buster. <laughs> <laughs> oh fudge <laughs> I love that and it's just like this little interaction between Tina and Spider here and Spider's like the big punk rocker you know and she's just little innocent Tina and they're such good friends still even though, like, socially they've changed apart from one another. Yeah. Like, it, it's, you're, people are going to laugh at this because this is like a zombie film. It's actually quite touching and heartwarming. Mm-hmm. You know, they, no matter what they, even, even though they went with different social uh, expectations, they still remained friends. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Final expectations, yeah. And it just, ah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's so nice. 
I love that too. The you need a medical supply. (laughs) (laughs) If you need one, it's here. It is. Yeah. Freddie ain't there. It's not really that big of a favor. You're firing up the oven. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that those bony knees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's he just, he's just got to cut the rest of his pants off. <laughs> and of course this seems like a great idea (laughs) well yeah you know just what when in doubt just burn it yeah (laughs) violence solves everything Don't want the heart sticking around. Yeah, and all geez. <clears throat> yeah, get off your asses. Get moving. Yeah, come on. Ooh, foreshadow, foreshadow. <laughs> Okay, I wouldn't worry about the ashes. <laughs> you know, we don't even want the ashes. Oh, fuck. Somebody might breathe in the ashes. Yeah. <laughs> Big thick smoke comes out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This... This this has to be an allegory for pollution and corporations polluting oh, yeah. the air and what it does to people in the long run and to the environment and because I know Romero was always good for like 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 Dawn of the Dead okay like that is a total statement against consumerism oh yeah in the mall in, in the mall like like just zombies mindlessly you know, walking what? around the, the malls and all that. <laughs> yeah, like he was totally making a statement about that. Yeah. Did you ever hear the theory that the that music in the background for Dawn of the Dead in the mall, that was in there because they couldn't turn off the music without turning off the rest of the power to the mall? You ever hear about that? <laughs> no, that's a new one. <laughs> just just <laughs> what I thought I heard everything. 
Yeah, you know the music I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that robot chicken eventually adopted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, the reason why that's in there is because they couldn't turn the. This is just what I, a rumor I heard, but they couldn't turn the the music off without turning the power the lights off or something. Wow. No, I didn't know that. You learn something yeah. every day. Although I don't know if it's true or not. It's just something I remember hearing like a long time ago. But if it's true, it's really funny because it added like a certain comic <laughs> relief. Oh, to a whole new dimension to it. Yeah. I also find it funny that She's the only one complaining about her skin burning, and everybody else has, like, some exposed skin, but they're not saying anything. Right. Yeah. Right. Just that she's naked. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> this is actually kind of perfect night to be doing this, dude, because it's... It's a dark, rainy, cold uh, October night here in Winnipeg. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So this is, uh, yeah, this, this is perfect. Yeah. Oh, here we go. There, we're getting rid of the ashes, Bert. You happy? Yeah. Little do they know. Mm-hmm. They've just made everything ten times worse. <laughs> and then these two look, over here. Oh yeah, they already look like they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Sick like how just sits between the two of them. <laughs> yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. On company time? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Sleeping on the job. <laughs> At least he made it outside. Yeah. Don't call your wife because you're sick, you know, at 11 o'clock at night because she's just thinking you're out pissing it up. Yeah, she's keeping yeah. that pot for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's it. Yeah, it, okay. And she hasn't called once. It's 11 o'clock. Where are you? <laughs> Sorry, dear, but I'm fucking dead. Yeah, I'm kind of dealing with a bit of a crisis here. Kind <laughs> of.
<laughs> yeah. Quigley's still naked. Mm-hmm. I guess continuity, like she was naked when she got in the car, so. Yeah, her clothes are still riddled all around the graveyard, technically, or presumably, so. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember the same kind of shopping using, like, a lot of 90s, like, uh, music videos, like that slow motion going through a graveyard. Yeah, uh uh-huh. Well, there's his hat. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, more foreshadowing. Mind the step. Oh, yeah. And the actress here playing Tina. Sorry, like I said, I should have should have done like a little got reacquainted with some names and all that. But she's still you see pictures of her at conventions and all that doing the autograph thing mm-hmm. and all that. All, all, all it takes is sometimes, you know, you have that one role which you can live like forever with it. Oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> brains. Brains. brains that right there said a whole zombie stereotype uh-huh. okay Linnea what we need you to do is to hold the roof up put your hands right up and hold the roof yeah. up like you're trying to keep the rain out and yeah. meanwhile they're looking for as much titty shots as they can get out of her of course <laughs> More brains. <laughs> what we're about to witness here is some of the one of the most uh ingenious moments of zombie ingenuity mm-hmm. ever caught on film. <laughs> Which uh, yeah, that that kind of it's like okay, these can't be Romero zombies. No. Because there's no way even Bub wouldn't have, you know, from day. Even yeah. Bob wouldn't have come up with something like this. Yeah, like he figured out how to fire a gun. Yeah. <laughs> but any well, any that was, <laughs> but <laughs> Right, right. And a lot of that would be muscle movement because he was a soldier. Yeah, that's a yeah, muscle memory. Right. But yeah, but this this whole police system thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> like what the hell? Like like I know people who aren't fucking dead that would never have thought of that. <laughs> yeah. She really wants those brains. <laughs> Oh yeah, who who found the clothes for Quigley? What the hell? Well, maybe there was some extras in the car, perhaps. This fucking skull. Oh. Uh, uh, this really strong teeth. <laughs> Sorry? Like, you must have some really strong teeth to just chomp through his skull like that. 
Oh, yeah. Well, perfect teeth. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, those are the... Yeah. He was he was the uh, the military one, right? Yeah. <laughs> but it's just uh, it was it was one of those surprising deaths because like you'd think suicide he's gonna make it to the end or near the end, but no, nah, he was like one of the first punks to to go. Yeah. Which I think the, the actor who played suicide has left us too, like Probably. as well. Could- yeah. I'm keeping track here. He was the first human death in this movie. Right, right. Yeah. And yeah. Well, unless, uh, unless, unless Freddie and Frank are already technically dead. I don't know. Right. <laughs> They're undead. Well, yeah, you better fucking find out. Yeah, a lot of help you're giving these paramedics here. Like, that's how you save people's lives by being vague. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, I gotta make some phone calls. Yeah, okay. That means you're fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. another zombie movie trope like the bewildered paramedics (laughs) (laughs) you're talking about the guy the first zombie we saw in the freezer walking around with bare feet on glass look at quigley over here oh yeah yeah what a trooper (laughs) oh yeah some more than walking around outside yeah, yeah. Well, like she said, one of the reasons why she was able to get so many great parts is just like back then, you know, is like she was fit, was able to yeah. run around and she had she knew how to scream and you know, she didn't have any problems doing some of her own stunts and all that. Like definitely one of the unsung heroes. Mm-hmm. Oh, the skeleton. <laughs> there we are. Okay, this song, 45 Graves Party Time, is synonymous. It's like the unofficial theme to this movie. Yeah. Well, this is the theme during the end credits, too, right? If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 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 I think so as well. And yeah, it's just, it's it's so synonymous. And it's it's easy. One of my five favorite songs of all time. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. There's a little intentional irony with this scene here. Yeah. She said, "How you know, you ever think about dying? Yeah, old men tearing me apart. Yeah. You know, well, like, there, not there so you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's All of a sudden. <laughs> Are you on PCP? Like, that is so <laughs> random. <laughs> you know, not are you on drugs? Are you drunk? Are you on PC? <laughs> it's dead people screaming. <laughs> Brains. <laughs> brains, 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 brains. That's another thing. I walk around the house doing that too. Brains, brains. <laughs> she knew what she was getting into when she signed up. Let's put it that way. Yep. Yeah. Christ Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, right here. And come on. <laughs> Run the car on. Boom. <laughs> and just swarmed. But yeah, he's like, this guy's in the bag. And he's like, not hearing any of this shit, or some, not most of it anyway. There we go. Uh-oh. That's the key, yeah. Fuck. Shit. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> I think things are getting out of hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you think? <laughs> what is it? What's the number to 911? Yeah. <laughs> it just throws the phone at the wall. <laughs> really hope they never try to remake this movie. Oh, they, for sure. If they, have, if they have, I don't want to watch it. No, they haven't, and no, they definitely shouldn't. Although, you know what? I've. I 
I went to the theater for the Dawn of the Dead remake, and I have it on DVD. And it's, it's, yeah, and it's not bad. I did enjoy it. Sarah Pauly is amazing in it, but she's yeah. fantastic in everything. Not horrible, yeah. Like the same same guy who directed that one directed that Army of the Dead movie that's on Netflix with uh, Batista in it. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Awesome. Zach Knight. Awesome. Yeah. Even the Night of the Living Dead remake in ni- 1990. That, oh, that, yeah. Yeah, we went to the theater for that. And, you know, it was t- Tom Savini directed it. And you got Tony Todd in it. And it was actually one of the better remakes. Yeah, but, I actually, I've actually watched that one probably more than the 60s one, if I'm being uh-huh. honest. Yeah. And that was also at a time when there weren't 800 million remakes. Yeah, exactly. Because and, how many uh, how many horror films were remade then? It was that they remade the Blob in '88. They remade the Thing from Another World in '82, one eighty one, eighty two. Yeah, like they're just they just weren't a lot of remakes back then. Yeah, well, I didn't even know that the. The Kurt Russell version of the thing was a remake until I actually like looked it up. <laughs> oh yeah, and apparently that's based off of a short story called "Who Goes There." It is, yeah, good call. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And now you have modern fans calling the thing from a couple years ago a remake of Carpenters, and it's like, no, no, that's a prequel oh, of oh, the yeah, events of that. Right. <laughs> and that that's the problem with today. And here I am, old man Snowy, you know, but there's too many sequels, remakes, prequels. Mm-hmm. Like, give me an original movie, you know, like, give me Not a enough. new idea. Not enough originality. Yeah, every, everyone's right. banking off ideas that were already done and not not doing them justice. Because it's stuff it's the original movies and the original ideas that stick you know in the head the most Mm -hmm. yeah that's true a lot of good that did Oh, this scene right here. It gets on the... <laughs> Get, gets getting, on, it's getting so on the mic. Yeah. <laughs> that is such an iconic line now. Yeah. Send more paramedics. Send more cops. Yeah. You know, like, you see that popping up to this day like there's even a grindcore band called send more paramedics nice that i've played on the show more than once hmm. which that's um going into the pro wrestling world here since i got you on the line here that's shellac's band send oh yeah more paramedics. yeah right 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 How's he doing? <laughs> yeah. Where the fuck does he look? Yeah. 
Nobody quite said fuck like Spider. He yeah. was so good at it. Like, just his cadence and the way he said it. <laughs> See? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he really puts an emphasis on that F. Oh, yeah. He's so good at it. It's just little things like that, like, just make this movie so awesome. And he was also in, was he in The Warrior? No, no, he wasn't. Or was no. He? no, he was in Friday, like, Spider, he, this dude here. Right. He, I also saw him in Friday the 13th, part seven, or five. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember now. Yeah, he got... He was like the one of the that little kid's older brother or something. Right. Or, right. Yeah. 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 He gets killed. Uh, killed in the uh, in the outhouse. In the outhouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, that make that makeup's great. Like it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Because it looks real. It looks like yeah. that's what it might have looked like. Rigor mortis, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> eh, yeah, <all> right. <laughs> Great band, Rigor mortis. Mm. <laughs> 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 uh oh, no. No, 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 look out. Yeah, and so forth. <laughs> like, uh, oh, oh, that, that tackle you, there. That's a good tackle there, yeah. How do you respond to that, you know? Like, how do you deal with that? Like, just out of the blue, all of a sudden, people are, ta are attacking you, and you, obviously, the first thing you don't think is, oh, no, these are zombies. Yeah, or they're going to try to eat me, yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, they start, eating you and it's like what the fuck what's going on oh, here Ed, yeah it's got me <laughs> oh. blood spraying all over yeah oh, yeah This is one of the more iconic characters as well. This half zombie here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just. It's going to guide it along with the skewer. <laughs> I know they're all dead, but their eyes are like fully formed still. Like, or. 
Or did their eyes reform because of the because of the Good question. Yeah. If they were dead and buried, they wouldn't have eyes. Oh, yeah, like that one that one that was just a skeleton, he had eyes. <laughs> like because it must be part of the reanimation process because of the chemical. Presumably. Right. It's all I can think of. <laughs> like <laughs> Don't be afraid, he says. Don't be afraid. I love the way the spine is uh, twitching back, yeah. wagging back and forth like a dog tail. Yeah. Once it, once again, little details like that. And you might not necessarily really, it might not even register, mm -hmm. but it does in a way, and it just adds to it. <laughs> the fun, the funny the ironic or the funny thing about this is bird had the right idea let's let's get some information okay. oh, ernie. Or, or ernie yeah like like let's let's see what we can learn from this yeah and as we're gonna find out it's gonna be wasted yep No, reanimated quickly. There we go. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Mrs. Snowy and I, we made the trip for a Fangoria convention. I guess it was about 1990. We packed our bags. We hopped on a flight to go to Toronto for Fangoria Weekend of Horrors convention just so I could meet Linnea Quigley. Hmm. And it was That's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. How long was the line? Pretty long. Uh, yeah, there was there there was a lot of people there, but um, I managed to see her, catch her, and catch up with her in the the hotel lobby as well after she had done her appearance and all that. Oh, nice. Yeah, we ran into like she was married to Steve Johnson at the time, who was uh, one of the uh, the makeup design guys one of the fx creators he did they met on the set of night of the demons okay and got married shortly after that now hmm. as exciting as it was to meet linnea quigley steve johnson was there as well so when mrs snowy and all when we ran into them after they did their autograph sessions and all that when we were speaking to them in the the hotel lobby I actually spent more time speaking to Steve Johnson, her husband, while Mrs. Snowy was talking to Quiglia, uh, you know, they because they were doing the, the girl thing, you know. 
And I as I'm talking to Johnson, Quigley and my wife are talking, and like she's asking my girlfriend now wife, you know, are you guys gonna get married? How long have you guys been together? You know, it's just it was so surreal. Like Johnson and I were talking horror films and they're talking the girly stuff, you know, but it'll always be a special memory. Mm-hmm. You know, just yeah, yeah. And I'm just like I have to give I have to give Mrs. Snowy extra credit for flying with me all the way because she knew like I'm doing this just to meet another woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, another woman that I've seen naked many times <laughs> even. Yeah. But she was still she was still quite a trooper about it. And like you I said, that? like oh, quick sorry. she's like Quigley spent more time talking to Mrs. Snowy than she did me. Okay. <laughs> a little bit ironic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The reason why you, yeah, you traveled out there to see her, but. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but no, I, I got my autographs and I had my conversation with her and I'm just like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and, and that's, see, this is the thing that like non horror fans don't get. Like Linnea Quigley to us, like that's a rock star. Mm-hmm. And like Joe and Jane Average, like well, who's that? Who cares? Well, I care. <laughs> yeah, like in our world, you know, it's the same thing like with metal and music mm-hmm. and punk and, and all that. Like, okay, you might not know who this guy in band x is but to us that's fucking elvis Mm -hmm. you know like you're a big fan of the metal band exodus yep joe and jane average don't know who the hell exodus is but fucking fucking gary holt yeah gary holt (laughs) is like paul mccartney to some people that's right that's right (laughs) exactly and it's the same with horror films Mm mm-hmm Joe and Jane Average might not know who Bruce Campbell is, but that's Elvis, you know? Yep. Even tries to copy his hair, too. (laughs) (laughs) Said more cops. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. I was going to say earlier when we were talking about you meeting Linnea Quigley, I I noticed that the the chapel in this uh, funeral home is actually called the Chapel of the Dawn. So I wonder if that's kind of a rib to Romero. Oh yeah, yeah. See, this is this this is what's cool about watching it with someone with other eyes and fresh yeah. eyes and all that because you're seeing stuff that I might not have noticed before. Yeah, good call, good eye, good eye. Unless it's just a huge coincidence, then. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That must be just brutal. Huh. You see how he's got his hands? Yeah, how he's like, oh, yeah. Because he's just in so much pain and the, his body is stiffening up. Mm-hmm. Oh, there he goes. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> they certainly come back a lot quicker than, like, on Dawn. Yeah. 
kids. Oof. Oh, yeah, right here. They throw the acid in his face. <laughs> Smacks him with a sledgehammer. Ah. <laughs> uh. You can still smell their brains. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Get it together, son. Get it together. (laughs) Brains, 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 brains. <laughs> rise, rise, rise. <laughs> uh, excellent. Yeah, I hope so. Easier said than done. Oh, yeah, his eyes. Oh, God. God, that's not a very strong door. No. I thought chapel doors were supposed to be, like, big and thick. Like, (laughs) Yeah. Every church I've been in have thick fucking doors. Yeah, like real fucking wood. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Hey, fuck you. See, there it is. Nobody says fuck quite like him. Mm. No, he really emphasizes that F. It's... He's still got that same pipe. He's yeah. That, that same weapon the whole time. Little details. <laughs> and then they just... Oh, yeah. There's just too many... Hmm. 
Yeah, take out a couple of these zombies. Uh, <laughs> way out, yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> Why don't I just plow through them? Yeah, really, eh? I just would have gunned it. Did you call him a poser? Hey, I called him a honky. Oh, honky. Okay, I thought he said Yeah, that was, you know, thanks to the Jeffersons and all that. Yeah, yeah. That, that was an expression that was used a lot back in the day. Yeah. But I haven't heard it in years. Yeah, neither have I. Oh, well. Yeah, any racial slurs I can do without. Yeah. Even if someone did call me one, I'd probably just raise an eyebrow. I'd be like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, what? What is this, 1985? Jeez. Yeah. Thanks, George. Ah, <laughs> uh. uh, Rocky Erickson's Burn the Flames. What an amazing song. So burn the flames. I also wonder why it's taking so, so much longer for him to turn. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they both got the gas at the exact same time. And why would you, uh, okay, I understand, okay, he wants to go out, but. Knowing what that would be. Yeah, how painful that would be. Why would you go out that way? I guess it's the only way he would actually die, he figured. But knowing what that would do, other, like, that would cause more gas and more rain, probably. Right, yeah, Yeah. why would you do that? I don't know. We got a bad situation, you think? <laughs> Understatement of the century. It's the cops. There's a thing in there. <laughs> There's a thing, yeah, thing in there. <laughs> I oh my God, Spider is the coolest guy on the planet. Yeah. <laughs> there we are. Oh, this is this is hilarious. This part. Yeah, the old Louisville slugger. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> I have one of those around here somewhere. Right on. Right yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I played baseball all the way up until my little girl was born. Oh, nice. 
then my priorities kind of shifted. Yeah. As they do. Such is life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really think, I don't know, maybe join an old-timer softball team someday. Yeah. You know, where the idea is, you know, to drink as much beer while you're playing as possible. Oh, of course. One of those <laughs> leagues. <laughs> you know. Hey, we know how to play softball. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah, it's it's true love, you know. If you let your spouse eat, eat your brains. Yeah. Right. Oh, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Batter up. <laughs> hey, batter, 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 batter. So he knows how to operate a pulley, but can't figure out a door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, better, 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 better. Swing! <laughs> Home run! Yeah. Yeah, as I was saying, like, can't figure out a doorknob, but he can figure out how to work this whole pulley system. Pulley <laughs> system, yeah. <laughs> Oh, now we're going to call the number on the side. Yeah. You know, last resort. Well, yeah. Nope. Here they go. <laughs> and there she is, leading the charge. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Man, Quigley gave the she gave her all in this film. Mm-hmm. You know, like they, she was a diamond in the mine, a diamond in the rough. Yeah. It's, yeah. Absolutely. Looks like he's dialing the same number every time. Oh, this can't be good.
Why the fuck do you think? Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, you think? <laughs> You can tell he's dealt with this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like this, he's he's got no emotion, no nothing. He's very, he's very calm, collected. He's like, uh huh, uh huh. Right. Yep. Which, oh. like, he's been waiting for so long for this to happen, and he's like, he's not relieved or anything. Yeah. Easter eggs. Yeah, Easter eggs. <laughs> I wonder if that's where the term Easter egg may have come from for like stuff in movies and TV shows. Oh, yeah, maybe, maybe. That's a, that's a good point. Oh. Oh, great. That's great. <laughs> That's the last thing you want is the American government with the contingency plan. Yeah. No, this can't be good. No, it's the government. We're, they'll be fine. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, but you can you can trust the government for sure. Yeah. Oh shit! I recognize that logo on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was on a Megadeth album, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Do you hear anything? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, there it is. There's the American government in action. When in doubt, blow it up. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Spectacular results, he says. Yeah. Jeez. So oh, no a, no final girl, no one survived, no one no. like nothing.
And there's a skeleton and, again. And there we go. There we are. Party time. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. I love this montage of kind of like the more comedic parts. Yeah. Cop one, cop two. Yeah, riot cop one. <laughs> yeah. Alan, Alan, Alan Troutman as Tarman. Look at that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's another guy. He had a career on the conventions and all that, just for that one role. Huh. Which I think Troutman passed away a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, that's too bad. <laughs> Gotta wonder if that was his real tongue or if that was a project. Yeah. <laughs> uh. In the movie lied. The movie lied. All right. There we are. That was Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, all of its glory. One of my all-time favorite films. Mm-hmm. An hour and a half of pure cheesy gold. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes, yes. There's just... Uh, I, I don't even begin... I can't even begin to, you know... The whole time we're watching this, it's like, what do I say? There's just so much to say mm-hmm. at, at any at any given time. And then there's like there's times it's like, well, like, do I want to talk at this point? Because it's it's a pretty it's pretty significant and it holds yeah. so much horror history. Yeah, for sure. All that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that really it sort of like redefined a lot of uh, tropes from the zombie, uh, the zombie genre, because like until up until that point, so like all zombies were were just like they they'll they there was the horde. They all walked slowly because of the rigor mortis. None of them mm-hmm. talked. They were just essentially they were dead. But this one kind of just like hit the big reset button on the whole thing. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, it was truly like it was. It's campy as all hell. There's no denying that. <laughs> it definitely leans to more towards the comedy side. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah, this was definitely one of the original horror comedies. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was. Uh, it's, it's it's definitely a land or um like a land a landmark film in the genre for sure. Like I. Mm-hmm. Like when I when I when I first watched it, I didn't really know what to think. I was like, I don't know if I like that or not because it didn't have the <laughs> usual zombie tropes or zombie movie tropes. But then then I watched it a second time and I was like, yeah, you know, this has its own thing going on. I like it. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Okay, dude, let's uh, kind of give this. You know, okay. We kind of have our own little rating system when we get together and we talk some wrestling on Wrestling Night in Canada, where we kind of give a special event or pay-per-view the horns up, horns down, 
horns in the middle. Just I, I kind of got an idea where you are, and I'm sure you yeah. have an idea of what I'm thinking, but just just for the sake, okay? Yeah. Horns up, horns down, horns in the middle. What do you say about Return of the Living Dead? I think it's a very obvious horns up. <laughs> Two, double horns, double <laughs> horns up. Yes, fantastic. Like I said, one of my all-time favorite movies, favorite soundtracks. Linnea Quigley is still a favorite actress of mine. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, I can't complain. Um, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to join me in watching this one of my all-time favorite films and as you know like on a personal level i am doing every october okay i do the october horror movie challenge right right, where the idea is to try to watch 31 horror movies throughout the arc the month of october leading up to halloween I'm doing pretty good. As we sit down and do this, it's the 27th Mm -hmm. of October. This counts, obviously, because I sat and watched this movie. So this counts as movie number 28 for me. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a game ahead of the schedule. Okay, cool. For it. So once again, thank you so much for joining me tonight. And it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. All that. Um, I've already, the whole time while we were doing this, I was also thinking, okay, there's got to be other movies that we can do in the future, not only for Radioactive Metal, but for Wrestling Night in Canada as well. well there's- Got to be a load of wrestling-related movies that we can watch. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And I know, like, there is a ton of, uh, like, uh, heavy metal and punk rock movies as well. So maybe next Halloween, when we sit down and do this, maybe uh, Aaron can join us. And if you would like to do this again, we uh, we would really appreciate that. Absolutely, man. For sure, for sure. So, but yeah, I think the clock on the wall is telling us it's time to bring this crazy train into the station. Uh, Once again, in the meantime and in between time, that's it. This has been a Living Dead episode of Radioactive Metal. I'm Snowy White. I'm Matt Copper. Signing off. And we're from Winnipeg, you idiots. (laughs) That's right, that's right.